Welcome to the Unknown Packers Podcast, and I am your host, Bryce Christensen, and I've got a nice little ditty for you. We're doing a little special team short pour. Just a cute little short pour, enough to quench your thirst. But want to give you a little bit of highlight because special teams has really been the bane of my existence for a really, really long time. And I think we're, I think the tide is turning. And, you know, I always mention, oh, don't put those rose-tinted glasses on, but I think the tide is turning, and last year, Packers are 6-9-1, and one, and according to multiple, multiple different sports outlets, they were the worst special teams in all of the NFL. And, I mean, we, we both have a set of eyes, and, I mean, we saw what was like out, out there, and it didn't help that they tried to trade Trevor Davis in preseason last year, and he, he didn't make anything out of it last year. It was hurt. Uh, dealt with that hamstring injury. And at this time last year, they had Trevor Davis, Quentin Rollins, Jerry Alexander, Josh Jackson, Tremont Williams, and Ty Montgomery fielding punt return, kick return. And we were second in the NFL with uh, with penalties of 26. And it's pretty crazy to now look at what our special teams could be like. And gone is Ron Zook, who was the special teams coach uh, since 2015. And we bring in Sean Menenga, uh, who was an assistant in Cleveland under Chris Tabor from 2011 to 2017. And Sean Menenga has got connections with Kyle Shanahan and Mike Patton back in in Cleveland. And last year, specifically, he uh, Menenga was a special teams coordinator for Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilt Commodores. And what we've gleaned off of with Sean Menenga is that he plans to implement the same schemes run by Dave Tube and Chris Tabor. And Dave Tube, so Chris Menenga is that acolyte from Dave Tube who had success in Chicago with Devin Hester and now with Kansas City, or now in Kansas City with Terry Kill. And initially with Trevor Davis, I had a dynamic Davis short pour and talking him up. And I still believe that he makes this 53. I just keep tossing and turning. The reason being is that I, that wide receiver position, I'm getting off point. When we look at Trevor Davis, you know, his fourth year right now, he's 26 years old out of Cal, but 6'1", 6 foot, 188. And in 2017, he had 31 returns for 707 yards, and he had 20 20 plus returns. He had an overall 22.8 yard average. And Dating back since 2016, he's at a 12.2 yard average, only behind Tyreek Hill at 12.4. And a lot of that could be inflated due to the big runs in Cleveland in the 2017 season. And last year, everything was look. I mean, the Packers did try to trade him in August and ended up uh, making the 53, had the hamstring issue, and that's all she wrote last year, and now comes in and is injured again. And... I think the biggest thing is what you look at Sean Menenga is he, he wants a guy that's explosive, and that's what Trevor Davis is, is a guy that has elite speed when it comes to uh, punt punt returns and kick returns. And I know I get dogged, and I know that um, I've changed my tune with Trevor Davis, but I do believe with Menenga, if, he can, if he's healthy, I, I, I think they're going to blow up in a big way. However, with Trevor Davis's injury, the next stinger, that he sustained on that hit from Lonnie Johnson in the joint practices uh, on a kickoff return. Uh, you have Darius Shepard, undrafted free agent out of North Dakota State. He just looks so comfortable back there 
makes heads up plays. It doesn't look like he's a liability. And again, it's it's early. It's second week preseason going on. And but I like what I see out of Darius Shepard. He's a guy that looks like he can contribute. Keep in mind what Trevor Davis is that Shamanega just speaks volumes of him being with their number one gunner too. And Coach Lafleur talks about the importance of of special teams and that they're going to be three three phases of football. And not only that is another guy that I feel like I have to mention is James Crawford, who was an undrafted uh, free agent out of the University of Illinois. We picked him up last year, August eighth, and he went on to make the fifty three man roster. General Manager Brian Gutekunst, that last that one of the one of the preseason games. I think it was either the second to last against the Chiefs where uh, it was the best special teams performance that he had ever seen. And, may, you know, maybe he's talking up his guy, but a guy that they bring on August 8th that makes the 53-man roster in a matter of three weeks. And I just think that he he's an asset. He can also contribute uh, at that inside linebacker position. They're trying to get him more polished, trying to get him to contribute to that positional group. But, man, he he's a weapon. And there's multiple weapons on this special teams team. Special teams team. And another weapon that I want to talk about is J.K. Scott, fifth-round draft pick in 2018. Um, he had a long of 67. Can you 67 yards. He had a 44.7 average last year, and he was inside the 2014 times. And there was definitely a lot of different play. You know, he cost us the Rams game. And... But again, you look at what he's done in the preseason right now. He just kicks the ball so far up in the air. Uh, crazy hang time. And that, again, that's just another another piece of armor, another piece of uh, ammunition for Sean Menenga is that you got a guy that can kick so far up there, five-plus hang time. It allows all the players to get down to that field, and it really pins the opposition back, and it tilts the field. It's those little things that tilt the field and change. And my hope is with J.K. Scott and his year one to year two progression, you got Sean Menenga, who granted, I mean, coming from Cleveland, got to take it with a grain of salt, but what I like is that he's from uh, that Dave Tube tree and he's going to implement those same schemes and I think he's got the playmakers to do that. I mentioned in another episode, uh, gone are the days of Brett Good, Zach Triner. And now you've got Hunter Bradley. And I think the one thing that you're looking at right now is consistency. And so Hunter Bradley comes in last year, seventh-round draft pick. And you've got J.K. Scott last year, fifth-round draft pick. And J.K. Scott, again, he started off, started the season really strong. He had about at least 58 yards in each of his first three games. He had a 63-yarder week two against Minnesota. He punted down to the two-yard line week three. And then there are some blemishes where in week 15 against Chicago, week 16 against the Jets, and then that fourth quarter shank against the Rams midseason. So, rookie lumps and bumps. And now let's look at the team that we have now. We'll see what happens with Trevor Davis, but Darius Shepard looks like a guy that's going to come in and field punt return, kick return. They cut Corey Grant. They cut Jawil Davis. Tail Redding is still fighting for a spot. And a guy that uh, I really like is uh, Will Redman. Uh, he's a guy that picked up a tackle in special teams. Um, he's probably that top option behind a lot of established players, and he's potentially that fifth safety or that hybrid defensive back. But he's a guy that can provide depth 
and has also contributed on special teams. And I mentioned Trevor Davis being that gunner for Sean Menenga, and you've got James Crawford. That that gives you a leg up. And James Crawford uh, had a nice game where he ended up having he had a uh, tackle and a pass breakup in the Ravens game, so he's still getting used to that that inside linebacker position. But his forte, his skill set is is special teams. And the thing that I really want to focus on with special teams and outside of them retaining Maurice Drayton uh, from last year, which was actually kind of a surprise. I figured they'd, they'd clean house, especially with Ron Zook or trying to, you know, go in a different direction with Sean Menenga. Uh, this will be a focal point because Menenga was, was viewed at as um, an honorable mention type of guy for a lot of Packer fan bases. Uh, you look at different forums and them talking about Darren Rizzi was a guy from the Dolphins who had an interview with Matt LaFleur and the big question was did he want to take his family from Miami to Green Bay but I also read that they didn't offer him what he was expecting and so the thing that will be interesting is can Menenga you know shake off that that dust that dirt that maybe Packer fans have thought oh uh, he's not the you know he wasn't the the original guy that LaFleur wanted but and maybe I'm reading into it and thinking a lot more optimistic than I should, but coming from Dave Tube and Chris Tabor, the Chicago Bears and Kansas City Chiefs, and for me, I look at what special teams does to the overall play of the Green Bay Packers, and I just haven't. It, it's been a while. And, you know, Jeff Janis being the gunner, and I remember last year Josh Jones being a liability, and, uh, you know, a bunch of different blunders on certain assignments that he was, you know, the 26 penalties, a lot of them came from Josh Jones for sure. And it's just interesting looking at all this, you know, you look at Josh Jackson, you look at Jair Alexander, our first round and second round pick, they were in that punt return, kick return mix. And I know with it being an undrafted free agent and Darius Shepard, but not only did he return punts cleanly, have a really nice kickoff return in in week two against the Ravens. But the most underrated play was that he decided not to fair catch a punt and right at the last second laid a block down where the ball then sputtered into the end zone. And had he not laid that block down or had he decided to fair catch either that, he fair catches the balls in the pin down in the two or three. If he doesn't and doesn't block that Ravens special teamer, Again, the Packers are pinned within in that five-yard line. So just heady, heady play with, with, with Darius Shepard. That kind of stuff makes the team. So he's he's a lock for me. Um, unless he comes out and has a horrible game uh, in Winnipeg against the Raiders and then the Chiefs. But, you know, those bubblers that I talk about, those bubble players, they need to continue to have week-in, week-out great performances in preseason Again, I, 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 maybe I'm in the minority, but with Trevor Davis, I believe that we, he could take this special teams to the next level. I know he doesn't do it for a lot of people, uh, but I just feel like the, the right pieces are in place and the right attention to details in place. Again, it's super early, and what it comes down to and is wins and losses. But I think if you're looking at the team, J.K. Scott is a real weapon. James Crawford is a weapon. And I believe when Trevor Davis is healthy, he's a weapon. As we wrap up our special team short pour, I'd be remiss not to talk about Kicker Gate. That's what you guys tuned in for. 
But you got Mason Crosby, you got Sam Ficken. And Sam Ficken, you know, he was signed during playoffs in, in January and was released in in April. And then the Packers picked him up uh, April 15th off of waivers. And he spent his last two years before his three or four month honeymoon with Seattle with the Rams. Uh, went one for three in 2018 and then one or two for three in 2017. And uh, he had a squeaker of a field goal against the Ra- or against the Ravens. Mason Crosby entering his 13th year. They could save some cap or they could restructure his deal. I think he's owed about 3.6 going into next year. And I guess what you see is that Gutekunst just wants competition, but I do believe, and as well as some other of our unknown Packers production teams, is their viewpoint is whoever we cut, the Bears are picking up. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But I, I think Mason Crosby's got at least another year. He definitely struggled last year. But I, I truly, truly believe that when you're looking at weapons and you look at the special teams and you've got some. And maybe I'm expecting quite a bit from J.K. Scott, year one to year two jump. But what I like is this consistency with Hunter Bradley, J.K. Scott, and uh, I'm assuming Mason Crosby. The big question, too, is if Darius Shepard makes the 53 and he's your punt returner and kick returner if Davis can't go on the field, uh, undrafted free agent in his rookie year, Again, I talk about curbing expectations. How long can we expect that for him? Can he play 16 games? And if the Packers are destined to go to the playoffs, can he play more than that? But I do think that they've got some reserves, and I would like to see what they do outside of Darius Shepard, maybe. And But man, like just stare. Like Ty Montgomery, I forgot about that. Quentin Rollins, oh my God. Remember that week one game last year where he coughed up the punt return for a fumble? Different times, different times. But again, as we wrap up special team short pour, the only way is up. We were last place according to so many different outlets. And to a lot of them, we were one of the the worst teams when it came to special teams. And so I think the only way is pointing upwards. That's the only way that we can go. I don't think he can get any worse. God, hope he can't get any worse. But I'm excited to see what Sean Menenga brings. And I hope... I gave you a little bit of insight on his background and uh, what he did. I mean, Devin Hester and Tyreek Hill are game changers, and so maybe he got you know he got lightning in a bottle twice. But I, I like what he did with those players, and he created opportunities and designed plays around around them. And I think the same for Trevor Davis. Again, time will tell. And by the time you listen to this episode, maybe things have already been cemented. But uh, we shall see. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to Special Team Short Pour. I am your host, Bryce Christensen, and this is the Unknown Packers Podcast. Thank you so much for following the Unknown Packers Podcast. Make sure that you're tuning in to TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Google Play, Stitcher, and a variety of other podcast platforms. Don't forget to say, hey, Alexa, play the Unknown Packers podcast. That's right. We're good friends with Alexa. Make sure you're checking out our website, theunknownpackers.com, as well as Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Reddit, the Unknown Packers podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm Bryce Christensen, 
And this is the Unknown Packers Podcast. <laughs>